1: Live from everywhere, USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon.
2: Oh, yes, it sure is. And we are coming to you live from the greatest country in the world broadcasting from the tippy top of the world famous Fox News headquarters in New York City. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, a man who is not offering to work with the DOJ, Donald Trump, reaching out to the FBI this morning in an effort to, quote, lower the temperature after the highly politicized raid on Mar-a-Lago turned the country on its head. We have people in Washington that don't know what they're doing. And we talk about lowering the temperature, by the way, because a new report out by CBS blames the epidemic of childhood obesity... On climate change.
3: This is total crap.
2: We will discuss with comedian Dave Landau, who is a dad in his own right, and we will get into the Inflation Reduction Act with North Carolina Representative Greg Murphy, who is pushing back on claims that the expanded IRS will not, will not increase audits on the middle class. Come on, don't bullshit me. 888 788 9910 If you want a part of a big Monday episode of the show, 888-788-9910. You know the rules every day. You could be a Republican. You can be a Democrat. We don't care. Sing along at home. Just don't be a... That is it. Uh, I am on Gutfeld tonight at 11 o'clock. We will be getting the band back together with Fox's lovable comedy dwarf, Greg Gutfeld, if you want to check that out. You know I need the ratings, baby, so you better be there. 11 o'clock, Eastern Standard. And uh, today is, of course, the beginning of a very big week that ends with myself out in the Encore in the Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri. Shout out to all of our KRMS listeners who will be partying with the Failers Friday night. We're going to be at the Encore. So if you want to check that out, you want to drive us around on a boat, whatever the hell you want to do this weekend, I'm coming out there to cheat death. So get your game face on. But we begin not with me and my uh, weekend getaway plans, but we begin with the biggest development of this past weekend, which is President Trump Uh, Going into a little bit of like statesman mode and trying to calm things down with the FBI. Now, this is interesting because some people are interpreting his actions as, well, he must be guilty and he's trying to curry favor. But at the same time, he might also have come to the same realization the rest of us did weeks, months and even years ago, that the temperature that the climate created in this country by the people that are out to get him have really put us in a bad spot. Okay, understand that I am not on the air giving you a free pass on any of Donald Trump's indiscretions. I'll be the first guy to admit he is not throwing a perfect game out there by any stretch. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. No, I mean, it's just true. I don't tell you the guy's, you know, got perfect command of his fastball and he never says anything offensive. Or he never makes things more difficult for himself or commits an unforced error. I never get on the air and run the Donald Trump Radio Defense Fund. I'm honest. I think his policies are great for the country. I think his character will always subject him to a lot of criticism because he's not a traditional politician. You know, when he speaks, he's not filtering the words through a, a focus group of 42 other strategists who are making sure everything comes out of his mouth sounds fine and dandy. Okay, he is not what they're trying to make Joe Biden. You know, putting him on a teleprompter and making every single word measured. OK, which, of course, doesn't work because in the end, Biden wanders off the teleprompter. Do you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. Stuff like that happens. But the point is, when it comes to Trump, I think he knows what everybody else knows to be true. And that there's a lot of hysteria in the country right now because the Democrats basically have taken their obsession with bringing down Donald Trump and they've turned it into the Spider-Man franchise. You know, you're always getting a new Spider-Man every few years. You told me McGuire, you get Andrew Garfield. You know, so always a new guy. Tom Holland comes along. That's bringing down Trump. First, Robert Mueller was Spider-Man. Oh, it's Mueller guy. He's going to take him down. Wrong. That didn't work out. So then Michael Avenatti's here. He's playing Spider-Man now. He's got the dirt on Trump. He's going to take him down. Wrong. All right. Well, Michael Cohen, Trump's lawyer, is defected. He's got the goods. He'll be on. He's going to take him down. Wrong. All right. Well, we've got Adam Schiff is here for impeachment one. And when this comes and goes, he is going to take him down. Wrong. All right. Well, that didn't work. But Jamie Raskin, he is the lead impeachment manager for impeachment two. And Trump is out of here. Wrong. All right. Well, that didn't work. So now we're on to Merrick Garland. Okay, is the latest Spider-Man. And when that comes and goes and it doesn't take down Trump, we're going to get the all woke female reboot starring Letitia James, the New York State attorney general. Okay, that's where this is heading. They will never stop trying to take him down. A lot of people who are objective observers who have caught on to this really are at their wits end. And that trust in the FBI is at an all time low. We are hearing things like increased threat levels and people you know, vowing not to take this anymore. They feel like they're witnessing a political persecution. And I think whoever is advising Trump politically said to him, hey, if ever you are going to stick the landing on a character pivot and try to be one of the adults in the room, this would be the moment to do it while there is so much sympathy for you in the public eye. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of people out there, tens of millions of people who have a bloodlust for Donald Trump that are, again, not even acknowledging that Merrick Garland is the eighth guy to play Spider-Man. They don't care. They don't, when the Mueller probe didn't work, they didn't go, huh, we were wrong. They just said, how can we get him next? And when Avenatti went to jail, how can we get him next? And when Cohen didn't pan out, how can we get him next? They don't acknowledge this. It's emotional for them. It's denying them the self-awareness That would otherwise tell them they sound crazy, but to sane and rational people, this looks crazy. It looks like a Justice Department hellbent on bringing down a guy whose biggest crime was running for office and winning as a lifelong political outsider. He's a lousy dad, but he's right. That's really Trump's biggest crime. We didn't have Russian collusion, didn't go anywhere. Okay, Michael Avenatti didn't have him breaking some FEC campaign violation law by telling Stormy Dandos to shut up. Okay, Michael Cohen, Trump's, quote, fixer, didn't have volumes and volumes of illegal nefarious deeds Trump had participated in. Nor did Ukraine get shook down and denied aid as they alleged in impeachment one, nor was he criminally charged with inciting a riot in impeachment two. Okay, the charges never line up with the deeds, which is why people are so cynical of this FBI raid. We've seen so many examples of them overreaching, of them going big optics. He's a Russian asset, controlled by Vladimir Putin. This is like an Austin Powers movie with Dr. Evil in charge of our president. You shut your mouth, you bastard. It looked absurd to rational people, no differently than when the FBI raids Mar-a-Lago That looks like overkill to rational people, because when it comes down to records acts, we know you can a subpoena records. But B, even if you subpoena and the guy doesn't comply, we're not looking at FBI raid situation. Okay, an FBI raid is like drug cartel. Someone's life is in danger. It's an imminent life changing crime about to be partaken, you know, in we got to get there now. No, this was not that. This was the FBI showing up to a place they had been to twice, once in January, again in June. In June, the Trump attorneys cooperated. They said, hey, you're going to need to padlock the door that has the classified information. They said, fine, but signed an affidavit stating that there was, in fact, no classified information at Mar-a-Lago. Now, if it turns out that these lawyers misrepresented the situation, here's another news flash that isn't going to sit well with the Get Trump crowd. But if it's the lawyers who committed the criminal infraction, then Trump isn't even any legal jeopardy. His lawyers are. Oh, wow. Which is why I say when the Merrick Garland thing tanks, that's what we're going to be down to. New York Attorney General Letitia James going after Trump's taxes. Get him, girl. Come on. With not even a hint of irony at how many times we've watched these Spider-Mans play out. So many have come and gone. So to Trump's credit. I do think he recognizes, I do think his strategists recognize the country really is actually in a bad place. Like if you care, if you're a billionaire, if you actually have been president, you're married to a supermodel, you're living a life of spectacular prosperity. I do believe people of his age in his position do feel a debt of gratitude to the country that made their incredible lives possible. Yes, he runs for president for ego. He wants to run again for ego. And yeah, there's a part of him that wants to help the country. But I do think this pivot is based largely in part to the fact that people all over the country really are on edge. And I think, one, Trump wants to stave off any type of potential blowback, you know, because he genuinely cares. He's not a president that led us into wars as we were told he would. He was a president that supported law and order, that supported securing our border, that supported not funding wars all over the world, like the current administration, like every other administration that has preceded him. Again, this is the only president, we were told he was a hothead, he was going to end the world. It's the only president in 40 years that didn't engage us in a war. So Trump is not the guy he's made out to be. Now, I do think, yes, he is politically calculating. And that part of the reason he's reaching out to the FBI, I'm going to read you the statement, is he does know what a lot of us believe, which is that they're trying to provoke Some type of pushback from the right. Because that'll give the FBI the moral high ground, much the way they had after January 6th. And they'll use it as a justification for cracking down on every single right wing institution and making a strong case that you should never vote Republican again.
1: He knows what he's talking about.
2: No, they're going to get us all killed. Look how they freaked out after we faked a Russia hoax, then tried to railroad him out on some stripper story. Remember Trump? He was. Shacking up with a porn star.
4: Hubba, hubba.
2: Okay, but we're going to take him down for that. Okay, and then that didn't work. And then we brought in, you know, his former lawyer. He was going to have all kinds of dirt. And then we impeached him. Then we impeached him again. And, like, the FBI, okay, they're trying with a straight face to say we're, we're shocked that Trump supporters are outraged. We're shocked that other people are outraged. Time was... You know, you could third world this thing. You could banana republic your way into policing a political opponent and nobody cared. Yeah, maybe in third worlds, but not in America where we're all supposed to have this thing called freedom. And they see Trump getting persecuted. And again, okay, if Trump happens to be guilty of a serious crime, I don't want him above the law. No one, no one is above the law unless you happen to be crossing the border illegally or deleting classified information or causing $2 billion worth of property damage at a mostly peaceful riot or, you know, selling access to the government while your dad's a sitting vice president. But aside from that, no one is above the law. You do need to know that. And here's the Trump statement, okay, with all of that being said, okay, this is their attempt to be the adults in the room. In an exclusive interview with Fox News Digital Monday morning, today, Trump said he and his representatives uh, have reached out to the Justice Department to offer help Uh, amid outrage over the FBI's unprecedented raid on his private residence last week in which agencies classified records, including some marked as top secret. Now, Trump is disputing the classification of those records, saying the records have been declassified. Here is the statement, just so we're on the same page. Country's in a very dangerous position. There is tremendous anger, like I've never seen before, over all of the scams. And this new one, years of scams and witch hunts, and now this. If there's anything we can do to help, I and my people would certainly be willing to do that. There's never been a time like this where law enforcement has been used to break into the house of a former president of the United States. And there is tremendous anger in the country at a level that has never been seen before, other than during very perilous times. Trump said uh, he has not heard from the Justice Department on whether they will accept this offer to help. But he says, I think they would want the same thing. I've never seen anything like this. It is a very dangerous time for our country. He went on to add, I will do whatever I can to help the country reflecting on the years of fake witch hunts and phony Russia, Russia, Russia schemes and scams. Nothing happens to those people who perpetuate that. Nothing happens with them. Then they break into a president's house, a sneak attack where it was totally no one ever thought a thing like this could happen. Uh, But they break in and take whatever they want, Trump says, of the FBI agents. And they told his team on the Mar-a-Lago premises to turn off the camera and no one can go through the rooms. They could take anything they want, put anything they want in, Trump said of the agents. My people were asked to stand outside. Trump went on to suggest that the FBI could have planted anything they wanted during the raid. People are so angry at what is taking place. Whatever we can do to help, because the temperature has to be brought down in this country. If it isn't, terrible things are going to happen. He added, the people of this country are not going to stand for another scam. Now, everybody on the left is just going to focus on that last sentence. Trump said, leave me alone or bad things are going to happen. He's calling people the violence. The media is a bunch of losers. They really are. But I do think in this moment... He's trying to be an adult in the room. One, because it is politically self serving, but two, he knows what's going on, man. We're living in a country with a two tier justice system. Okay, Hunter Biden. With his actual business partners on record saying, yes, he was selling access to the government. Yes, his father was getting a 10 percent kickback. Are you the big man, Joe? Okay, we have that corroborated evidence. We have our own director of national intelligence corroborating that Hunter Biden's laptop was true. That happened before the election. The fact that he's still flying around on Air Force One. If you remember, Hunter just flew down to South Carolina with Joe Biden four days ago.
5: I don't remember that ever happening.
2: But it did. And Hunter Biden is free. Hillary Clinton, okay, who deleted classified emails under a subpoena, okay? Bleach bit her server, smashed cell phones with a hammer. Okay, that looks very evasive, if we're going to be honest. But did anything happen to Hillary? The answer would be no. And I'm not even saying she should go to jail just because... But if you're going to serve a warrant on one guy, you should act at least a little interested in prosecuting the other guys. Our people are going to feel like they're living in a two tier justice system. And that's just not sustainable. Okay? and not only do I know that, but apparently the Trump camp does, too.
3: And I'm out here in the real world and I know what's right or wrong or bullshit.
1: Jimmy Fallon, he's got great charisma. Yeah, he's always dressed fantastic. He has what I call this is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. From the Fox News Podcasts Network.
6: I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist.
7: Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.
2: It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. So I'm going to play you a quick clip, really quick from Joe Scarborough's show.
1: No, God! No, God, please, no! No! No!
2: So Morning Joe is trying to make the point that the FBI is being objective and fair and on the level, so he brings out Peter Strzok to make the case. That's stupid! Use your common sense! Peter Strzok, who was banging Lisa Page, texting each other rampantly about, you know, smelling the Walmart and being an insurance policy against a Trump election and trashing the guy at every turn, ultimately thrown off the Mueller probe because of his lack of objectivity. Morning, Joe. This is who he brings on to defend the FBI. Clip
6: 14. You know, what's funny is I think back the year and a half that I spent with the team looking at Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server. There was no concern. There was no outrage on behalf of any Republican as we used search warrants, as we went out and did a very invasive investigation to try and get to the bottom of what she did or didn't do. So it's not that the FBI is targeting any one side or the other. What you see is the FBI going out on a day in, day out basis, objectively investigating
1: allegations of law. Garbage like you just makes me sick.
6: So he says it's, you know, it's
2: on the level. It's fair to compare the Hillary handling to the Trump handling. That's what he says. Were the Republicans screaming when the FBI brought out Hillary? The answer would be no. He's right. We weren't screaming. Okay, so let's start there. We were not screaming when the FBI investigated Hillary. Okay, she had mishandled classified information. Okay, but did the FBI then raid Hillary Clinton's house? The answer would be no. Did Hillary Clinton have declassification powers, which means she could declassify anything she wanted? The answer would be no. I mean, was Hillary Clinton the president of the United States at any one point? The answer would be no. So there is a little bit of a difference, okay? Was Peter Strzok texting his side chick about stopping Hillary Clinton? The answer would be no. Was he texting her about stopping Donald Trump? Yes. And the idea that Joe Scarborough would bring on Peter Strzok to make the case. Come on, man. It's like, yeah, saying America, we don't have a problem. (laughs) We don't have a problem with drugs. And here to prove it is Hunter Biden. Hunter's
3: a dirtbag.
2: Don't tell that to Morning Joe. He's probably going to be on next.
6: Introducing Barbie's Inflation Dreamhouse, the toy that costs more every time you play with it. Hmm? Huh?
4: What's going on?
6: Barbie's Inflation Dreamhouse comes with three jobs so she can put gas in her Corvette.
4: I am exhausted. I think I need a break. A little break? Okay. <sighs>
7: And while there's no fancy bathroom, Barbie has plenty of discount toilet paper because she can't afford the good stuff.
4: Oh, my gosh. My cheeks are killing me.
7: Barbie's Inflation Dream House.
6: On sale now so Barbie can move into a more affordable place. Bye-bye.
4: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
2: It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon and yes, inflation out of control. Over the weekend, if you saw the reporting on food prices, they've basically gone through the roof.
3: Thanks, big government weenuses.
2: Uh, We're in a tough spot here and I bring this up really quickly. We're going to continue to update the Trump Mar-a-Lago raid. Uh, There is no developing information uh, in addition to what we've already played you about Trump trying to cooperate with the DOJ. Uh, but the White House, the White House itself called onto the carpet yesterday on the Sunday shows. Corrine Jean-Pierre was made to answer for the fact that the inflation reduction bill does not reduce inflation. <laughs> not even a little. OK, here is Jonathan Carl, and this is significant. Jonathan Carl's over on ABC and he asks her if this is Orwellian in nature and that they took a bill that will probably jack up inflation. If anything, the CBO scored it and said it has no net negative effect on inflation whatsoever. The White House wants you to believe that, you know, well, with climate equity will come lower inflation down the road. Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. So and this is something we were all saying like three weeks ago. We're like, hey, the Inflation Reduction Act is just a build back better agenda. Under a different name. All they did was they took inflation, which is the number one political issue in our country, and they aligned their agenda to the inflationary issue. That's not right. But it worked. It got the bill passed because everybody was like, yeah, I mean, I want to fight inflation. It's the number one political issue. So we should probably go out and do this Inflation Reduction Act. The only problem is, again, inflation continues to soar. Your overall food prices are up 30%. year over year. That's bad news. You know, if you're actually trying to feed a family. It's good news for me because I'm trying to stop eating. I've got Foxes paid a guy to stop me from eating so I don't look so fat on TV. Put
4: that
1: cookie down now.
2: Look who just walked in. But the point is, if you are actually trying to support a family and get by, the Inflation Reduction Act not only doesn't increase – reduce anyway, I'll say it in English, not only does it not reduce inflation – but it's going to cost you more in the form of all of these crazy IRS audits. OK, but let's start here with Jonathan Carl at least pushing back clip 22.
5: Congressional Budget Act uh, office, which is nonpartisan, said that there would be a negligible impact on inflation this year and barely impact inflation at all. Uh, next year, I mean, isn't it almost Orwellian? How can you call it Inflation Reduction no. Act when the nonpartisan so, experts say it's not going to? So I bring appreciate
1: that. Out? I appreciate the question. We've actually addressed this, this, the
7: CBO. It was the top line number. Here's the thing: we have 126 economists, both in the uh, both Republicans, yeah. both Democrats, who have said it's going to fight inflation. We have five
2: former uh, secretary,
1: so uh, Secretary of Treasury. The of, well, of there's CBO. more
2: to it. It's just it.
4: It was the way that Republicans did that was so that it could make an argument that is
2: false you ought to be ashamed of yourself yo the cbo the non-partisan cbo said it will drive up inflation in the short term will not reduce inflation at all in the long term kareen jean pierre
4: you suck
2: okay understand it will drive it up short term it will not it will not reduce it in the long term that's the cbo You know who else scored the bill? The Joint Congressional Committee. The Joint Congressional Committee means Republicans and Democrats. It's not joint like they're smoking a joint in the back of a Volkswagen bus and like, dude, what do you think of inflation? No, this is the Joint Congressional Committee that determined that this bill will, number one, not curb inflation, but number two, will cause the middle class to pay $20 billion worth of audit money. Just hold on to your pocketbook. They just put a lien on your money, your savings, and your
3: retirement.
2: Understand, that is the end result of the Inflation Reduction Act, as they just funded a bunch of pie-in-the-sky climate policies that nobody would have voted for on their own. By passing taxes on to you. Please give us money. That's the Inflation Reduction Act in a nutshell. We want climate change. No one's going to vote for a climate change bill in the middle of an economy bordering on a recession. So, uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe we'll hire 87,000 new IRS agents. Please give us money. That's where we're at. Okay. And they keep saying again and again and again, oh, it's not 87,000 IRS agents. Because some of these agents are retiring, so technically the 87,000, some of them are going to replace outgoing agents, but the fact remains the same. Pay up, suckers. You're going to pay more. Okay, this comes at a time when Joe Biden assured us last week that there was no inflation in the month of July.
5: He claimed it was zero. This is clip 26. Today, we received news that our economy had zero percent inflation in the month of July zero percent here's what that means well the price of some things go up went up last month the price of other things went down by the same amount the result zero inflation last month but people were still hurting but zero inflation last month
7: this guy will say anything
5: yeah you don't want to
2: know what inflation was last night last month it was eight and a half percent
7: correct the mundo.
2: eight and a half percent for the month which was eight points higher year over year. So when Joe Biden says, oh, there's no inflation last month, what he's really saying is I'm lying my ass off. I agree with that. We're living in the death of shame. Okay, and understand, this expansion of the IRS is not there to target the rich. The rich pay attorneys. The rich pay accountants. The poor pay. The poor, they pay the IRS. Tell it like it is. Okay, I've been audited three times since 2009. Okay, they'll find something, you know, you did your taxes on TurboTax, you claimed a deduction that should have been a, you know, whatever. Uh, you put it in parentheses instead of not leaving it in a bracket. One indicates loss, one indicates gain. The moral of the story is, yo, it's $400. bucks. they are always looking at the little guy again and again and again. I'm just wrapping up an audit. They just audited me in 2019, For like some small-time declarations on TurboTax, I filed the wrong way. And you pay them the money. I don't care. I want understand. I want to pay whatever the hell I owe. That's fine. Of course you do. Who wouldn't? But I only share this information so you understand the easiest way for them to get money is to go after people who barely have any. Bingo. Okay, the people Okay, earning less than $30,000 a year have accounted for 90% of the audits in this country over the past five years. So you understand when they are increasing the size of the IRS, they are coming after the little guy. That's just the way it's going to work. Now you do your taxes on the up and up, okay? And I don't think any of you mind paying your fair share, but the point is you will be subjected to increased scrutiny. You will be subjected to go back, find your old receipts. You know, they're always nice. The IRS agents I've dealt with are actually really nice. You hear all these horror stories of the IRS being mean. They probably are, maybe if you're a criminal or something like that. But to me, they've always been nice. They've always been really pleasant to work with. But the point is, you're also out there breaking your ass to get by. And then you got to go break your ass a little more to prove how you got by. Okay, and that's going to be a reality for a lot of us going forward. And again, this will not come with a reduction in inflation. Here's Jamie Raskin from the great state of Maryland. Okay, on Capitol Hill, he would not answer. He would not answer which part of this bill actually reduces inflation. This is clip 24.
5: Well, as as soon as the act
7: goes into uh, effect, I hope that all of the provisions will begin to work. I am uh, I, I know that those who've been blaming President Biden for the inflation going up are now giving President Biden all the credit for inflation going down. So we're moving things in the right direction already. And what parts of the bill do you think will will quickly work on that
8: specifically? The, the, I, next question. <laughs> you don't have a clue.
2: <laughs> Did you hear that? And what parts of the bill do you think will quickly work on inflation specifically? His answer? Next question. Democrats are so full of crap. On every single front. I'm going to give you a Dana Perino clip. Okay, she was talking about the Democrats expanding the size of the IRS and how this will ultimately backfire and why. Here it is, clip 31.
0: Now I think Democrats are having some regret of going all in on this uh, IRS deal because we have proof, nonpartisan proof, that you are five times more likely to be audited the less wealthy you are. This goes on poor and Terrible. middle-class tex- taxpayers. And Senator Mike Crapo of Idaho put forward an amendment when they were a- announcing this bill saying... Let's, can we put into this law that no one making under $400,000 a year will get audited? And every Democrat voted no. Why would they want to vote no? Well, because in order to pay for the Inflation Reduction Act, they had to find the money somewhere. Where's the money going to come from? It's going to come from you, and it's going to come from these audits. And that's why they had to do this. They'll be coming back for more pretty soon. But basically, they're trying to audit the poor to buy the rich electric so vehicles. S-
2: what the And that's the biggest caveat. This bill contains a subsidy, an electric vehicle subsidy for people earning $300,000 or more. A subsidy, for those of you who are new to the conversation, okay, a subsidy means a government provided stipend a taxpayer funded stipend hey you want to buy an electric car here's a subsidy meaning the tax dollars you send in will go towards some hedge fund manager getting a discount when he buys an electric Porsche for his girlfriend that's what we're dealing with here okay that's what they have dove into here with this EV push Okay, regular people can't afford $66,000 electric vehicles. That's the average cost for a new vehicle. That's just reality. If you don't have 5 bucks for gas, you don't have $66,000 for an electric vehicle. Okay, but they keep doubling down on this agenda because they think they know better than you. They think you're too stupid to realize, oh, well, we called it the Inflation Reduction Act, so they're going to think inflation went down, even though inflation didn't go down. You know, this is like when they were fighting with you two weeks ago about the definition of a recession. Oh, it's not a recession. As if everybody's going to be like, oh, in that case, I guess uh, (laughs) you're not going to notice that your savings are down, that your money's not going as far, that the economy is shrinking. There's a story out today that the U.S. economy shrunk more than any other G7 country in the world, in the world, in the second quarter. Which is significant. Why? Because Biden, if you remember, when he spoke three weeks ago in Israel, he said, We have the fastest growing economy on the planet. Biden sucks. Oh, no, it's the fastest growing economy on the planet, Biden said. Okay, he's lying to you. Just like he's lying to you about the IRS. Okay, just like he's lying to you about inflation reduction, which is not a thing. Okay, and if you don't believe me, ask Pam. Pam is on the line. She's in Fairfield, New Jersey. Yo, Pam. Hey Jenny, what's up? Yeah, I'm fired Natalie up, Pam. I... Say <laughs> okay,
3: how did Natalie
2: do? <laughs> oh God, I got I got the do du- I got the dynamic duo today. Hey girl, she's
3: not working. She's just pretending to work.
2: Well, that's kind hey, of what anybody, I'm doing right yeah, now. What, so thanks for thanks to
4: for about inflation.
2: Yeah, what's the deal on inflation in Jersey? Is it a real thing? Because Biden did say it was gone.
4: Yeah, this
3: is absolutely insane. I mean, it used to cost me $104 to fill up my tank. Today, it cost me 92 Okay. okay? Oh, no. um, so that $8 or whatever it is yeah. is not helping me any. Um, my husband's business is an advertising agency, and with the chip shortage really hurts him. I'm worried about all these IRS agents. I mean, I think I answered my own question, Jimmy, and three. um uh, uh, Elections have consequences, and we're living it right
2: now. Yes, we are. It's a it's a bad situation. The only upside, like I said, is I I do believe arson's down like eighty percent because no one can afford to burn down your house. You know. <laughs> hey, you, you're
4: gonna be on Gutfeld tonight,
2: right? Yeah, girl, I'll be there. You gonna watch? I need the ratings. Okay,
3: we're oh. gonna be watching. All right, tell Natalie. Sleepover party. we we'll, we'll watch it. Oh,
2: that's hot. All right, I'll put on something. <laughs> I'll put on something frisky. I'll see you girls on the telly. Okay. Give
3: me okay. A Jimmy. Yeah, give Zaddy a shout
2: out. I'm on the case, Natalie. Watch this. See you tonight. There they go. Now I'm giving shout outs. It's a mess over here. But I always say it's our show. Like you guys have the high security clearance anywhere, anywhere uh in this industry, and in that you're always allowed to ride along with me and ask anything you want, and I'll tell you anything you want. Uh, because this is our little movement, the movement being based on the fact that we all care. We're the regular people who just want a fair fight. I wanted to play you this really quick. So this is Ed Markey. OK, this jackass telling you up in Massachusetts, why pay for expensive
7: gas when you can buy an electric car? This is clip twenty nine. We are going to uh, ultimately say to the American people, there's no reason why you have to pay four or five dollars a gallon for gasoline when you can have an all electric vehicle that averages seventy five cents uh, for your payments. Uh, for your all-electric vehicle to be able to move you anywhere you want uh, in our state or in our country. Well, that's the dumbest thing I've heard of. Get out of here and take your mother with you. Think about that. Well,
2: don't have to worry about the price of gas if you just go buy an electric car. You see, money won't be the issue if you buy an electric car. Not even close. Dude, again, if you don't have, I paid 579 for gas. Uh, in Levittown yesterday, five seventy nine. dollars What the hell did you just say? But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you don't have four seventy nine dollars for gas, which is $2 higher than it was a year ago, if you don't have three seventy nine dollars for gas, which was a dollar higher than it was a year ago, then you don't have $66,000 for an electric car.
4: Help, I need some money. Help, prices aren't falling you know inflation sucks. Help was cheaper, so much cheaper than today. I never needed anybody's help so I could pay. But now these days are gone and Biden's latest poll. Prices climb every time that I
1: Jimmy Fallon on Fox Across America.
2: It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. getting ready to talk to comedian Dave Landau in the next hour. North Carolina representative Greg Murphy will be here as well. Uh, But right now, Al is in Trevor City, Michigan with a good question about taxes. Yo, Al.
6: Hey, just had a real question there. Uh, You talk about uh, how much, how little it's going to cost to charge your car and uh, not use gas if you go to electric. People forget that the roads are paid for by the gas, by the taxes they put on gasoline. Yep. And once you start using electricity, those taxes are going to start moving over to uh, electricity from gas to electric. Yep. And at that time, it's not going to cost uh, three cents to drive a mile to your Tesla. It's going to cost thirty cents to drive a mile on your Tesla, which is it's significant. going to go up crazy. Yeah, which is very which much is, so.
2: Which is significant. And understand, if they don't increase the amount of pumps in this country, charging stations, you're not going to be driving your Tesla anyway. Never mind that your Tesla is ultimately powered by coal, because that's where ninety-nine percent of the EV energy comes from.
6: Are they going to make a solar-powered Tesla?
2: <laughs> <You> gotta, <laughs> I ain't buying it if they are It's, it's always rainy out New York Maybe I gotta flee the power. bad guys uh, Al, brilliant call We're up against a hard commercial break But call in again with more of that uh, Brilliant analysis We can always
1: use some on a show like mine Sheesh Live from everywhere USA It's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon Oh yes it sure is Comedy
2: alive from the greatest country in the world, broadcasting as we always do from the tippy top of the world-famous Fox News headquarters in New York City. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon Fired up in this hour, we're gonna be talking with comedian Dave Landau. Because you know we looked out at the world. We were like, ah, oh, the country's on fire. Got a raid down on Mar-a-Lago, the borders being overrun inflation's out of control, I've got it. We'll bring on a comedian. What a perfect time for comedy. Well, the truth is, it's always a perfect time for comedy. Uh, on this show or any show, because you know what, folks? I say this all the time. We're in the fun business. Yeah, my job description might say radio host or TV guy. I don't know what your particular job description says. I mean, if you listen to me every day, I assume you cook meth in a Winnebago for a living. If you like this show, you got to be a little nuts. But the point is, if you die tomorrow, you're going to wish you had more fun. That's all you're going to wish. Okay, you're not going to wish you got another fight on Twitter you're not going to wish you had another, you know, political enemy to jaw with. You're going to wish you had a good time, you know, an extra time. So on this show, we're always trying. We're trying anyway to be that port in the storm of insanity, that force multiplier of positive energy. But I myself, OK, I'm guilty of a lot of things. I'm a very imperfect human being. OK, uh, I mean, I, I think if you just went through the last 48 hours alone, um, I didn't drink that much, but things got out of control with the fork and knife.
4: You're killing yourself the way you eat. You're fat f- look at you.
2: And it's apt that we bring up food because I'm not making this up. Okay, there was a new report out, new study out. CBS ran this report over the weekend saying that the childhood obesity epidemic in this country is attributable to climate change. That is a fact check false. I say it again. Okay. We have a child obesity epidemic in this country. Okay. With a straight face, CBS ran a report saying this is all the fault of climate change. Not even close. Listen, one of the reasons people hate politics, one of the reasons people hate the media is when you see a media outlet working in lockstep with a political party It's kind of insulting to your intelligence when you know you're being lied to just so they can push an agenda, just so they can air some propaganda. But here is this Nate Burleson sound clip that I want to play for you. Again, a sound clip that says (laughs) – this is amazing. Climate change is causing kids to become fat.
4: This is total crap.
2: Not even a two-year-old Lincoln fail is buying it. But here you go, Nate Burleson. Go ahead and sell it. This is clip 32
7: a new study showing how climate change specifically higher temperatures is making our children uh, more inactive and more obese the study published in a journal temperature found today's children are 30 percent less aerobically fit than their parents were at their age fewer children are reaching the world health organization's recommendation of 60 minutes of exercise a day now listen it has been a lot hotter, hotter, and the weather has been crazy. But I think it also has to do with technology, you know? Yeah. It's it's one thing not to go outside, but these kids don't go outside because they can stay inside, be on their phones, play video games, and be social without having to go outside and be social.
2: What in the
4: wide, wide world
2: of sports is going on here? Now, I do want to give him credit for at least acknowledging the role electronics are playing in kids not going outside. But anybody who tells you with a straight face that climate change has anything to do with any of this is a complete idiot. That is correct. I mean, just a shameless buffoon. That's true. That is true. To get out there and say, no, you don't understand. It's hot out. So kids aren't going outside. Yo, I'm sorry, but did we not go outside as little kids when it got hot out? No, we were out every day. There's a couple of things behind this. Okay, and I'm going to give all of them as well as a silver lining, because, yes, we are 30 percent chubbier than we were uh, in the previous generation. Now, there is an upside to that. Okay, kidnappings are down 89 percent because you just can't get these chubby kids into the car fast enough. It's a lot harder. You know, it's a crime of speed. You can't you try moving a, you know, 290 pound third grader. Okay, I was one of those third graders. I know you're not moving me easy. Believe me. Okay, but the point is. This is not, we have no proof, okay, right now, as I sit here and broadcast to you, we have no proof, none, zero zip zilch, okay, that there's anything going on this month in terms of temperature that is unique to any other month in any other year. Oh, it's hot out in July. Here's a news tip it's always hot out in July. Okay. If you look back at previous calendars, every year you want to tell me 2021, 2020, 2019, 2018, July is hotter than a stock tip from Paul Pelosi. Okay. It's always going to be hot. But they try to blame it on climate change. Why? Because this is their agenda. Oh, the kids are fat. It must be the weather. I mean, don't you have any respect for yourself? Really think about that. Couldn't be the fact that, oh, I don't know. We actually shut down all extracurricular activities at schools for a year and a half. No, that would have nothing to do with inactive kids. Yeah, the video game thing. Certainly worth noting that most of their socialization takes place online. But then there's another thing. And I tell you this all the time. I mention this in my stand-up act. Which, by the way, you can see me. This is so shameless, okay? I'm going to work in a shameless plug. You can see me at the Encore in the Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri, this Friday night, August 19th. The following Friday and Saturday, tickets are still available for the 930 shows at the Carson Nugget in Carson, Nevada. Tickets for the 930 shows, you can have them at Nugget. Yes, I did just work a shameless plug right into the middle of this.
3: You're the lowest form of life on earth. You're so ugly you can be
4: a modern art
2: masterpiece.
4: Why, you little maggots, you make me
2: want to vomit. All right, sorry, I apologize. It just crossed my mind that I was like, oh, yeah, I got to remind them to come see the shows. So if you're going to play sound drops and make fun of me, Friday night, the 26th, Saturday night, the 27th at the Carson Nugget. Tickets at ccnugget.com.
5: Hey, You've got to be a moron. You've got to be a moron.
2: All right. Well, moving on. OK, something I talk about a lot in my act. Is that I was the beneficiary of a tough love society. I was like really fat as a little kid. I was like 300 pounds. And the only reason I got in shape is because I knew I was fat. I was told every day by a bully that I was fat. I was told every day, you slob, get your act together. And I'm not saying that works for everybody. Let's be fair. You know, this stuff can hurt people. But the fact that we are embracing uh, body positivity on such a wide scale level, I think in some levels might be setting us back. I don't have the answer to that. But if you look, Look at COVID. The two leading death groups, the two leading death groups were elderly people with underlying health complications and morbidly obese people. OK, those were the two highest percentile death rates amongst people who contracted COVID. So maybe instead of cheering on people like me, you know, who really do. I mean, you know, the old adage, you're eating like you're going to the electric chair like that's me every day. Like my me, my menu is like a cry for help. It's not good. It's not a dinner. It's a hazing ritual. It's out of control, the things going on.
4: You are disgusting.
2: Okay, but on some level, okay, the fact that we have not let kids out, we shut down schools. You understand? Lincoln went to middle school, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. His 6th grade year was interrupted. They shut down as of March in 2020. Did not physically leave his house again. Did not start going back to school until the tail end, the tail end of his seventh grade year. And even then, they were going in two days a week. So you got three days a week at home from school not doing anything. No social activities, no after-school activities, no gym, no phys ed, no nothing. And then in his eighth grade year, okay, he went to school with a mask on. With a mask on in his eighth grade year, All the way until the month of May, at which point they were like, you can finally take your masks off. Yep. And then a week later, Governor Kathy Hochul jumped in and was like, whoa, 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 we got to put the masks back on. But the point is, our kids have been the casualty at every turn in this country when it comes to COVID. Okay, the kids don't have a lobbyist group that actually stands up for them and says, well, what about the kids? Okay, the teachers have a teacher's union. They want to drink Rosé day, do flash mobs in their pajamas and stay home. They do it. That's what they did. I mean, you understand that in democratic cities, in the year 2021, over 60% of school students never set foot in a classroom. Okay, not only does that damage them physically because they're not leaving the house, walking around and getting socialized, but it crushes them academically, because they lose out on so much learning. I love the poorly educated. Okay, that's the reality. But when you say, oh, climate change, what you're really saying is, hey, we don't give a about these kids. Let's just leverage the fact that they're not in good shape for some type of political gain.
1: He knows what he's talking about.
2: That's what we're doing here. Okay, when you hear a report, when somebody runs out a report, oh, it's hotter, so kids don't go outside as much. Would you stop it? It was hot when I was a kid. We went out all the time. It was hot when you were a kid. It was hot when the people who made these reports are kids. Okay, the climate change insanity that they keep dumping on us, okay, has no corroborating evidence. Do you understand? I am forty-four. Jenny, Jenny, if you're listening, calling to the show, I think forty-four. Okay. Jenny always yells at me about getting my age wrong. It's like I'm a girl, like lying on a dating app. No, I just, you know, I'm doing the math here. But hold on, stick with me, okay? In the 70s, all the way up until the early 80s, it was an ice age, and that's the climate emergency. It's an ice age, we're going to freeze to death, we're all going to die, you don't understand, we're going to be frozen, we got to change everything about our economy because we've got to accommodate the looming ice age. When that didn't happen, it was like, wow, global warming. Global warming, we're all going to melt. It's so hot, we're going to melt. And we went through 20 years, 20 years. Global warming, you don't understand, it's so bad. Please give us money. Which is what they said during the ice age. We got an ice age, we're all going to freeze to death. Please give us money. No, you don't understand, now it's hot out. Please give us money. And then what happened? When the global warming didn't hit its 10-year targets of warming and the temperature actually cooled, what did they say? Climate change. Please give us money. That's the one common denominator is give us money. And when they start telling you what? Oh, your kids got fat because of climate change. Please
8: give us money.
2: That's what they want. So give us money. Give us money. We'll adjust the carbon rates and your kids won't have, you know, any obesity problem anymore. It'll be cool enough that they can go outside. Yeah, you want to know when it'll be cool enough? It'll be cool enough in September. I think he's got a part. It'll be cool enough in October. I think he's got a part. In November and December and January and February. Like it always is. Okay, this idea that everybody is such a prisoner of the moment now in our political environment and you can really convince people that it's unprecedented, that it's hot out in July. You don't understand. It was hotter in London this year than it's ever been on a July 8th. That's great. We set temperature records hot and cold all the time. For instance, in June, we had the coldest June on record. Okay, that, that doesn't mean there's something wrong with the climate. We don't actually know. The only thing we know is people want money for this crap. And all the people making the most money are flying around in private jets. They're not augmenting their lifestyle in any way, shape, or form. Everybody you know who's a climate, you know, crusader. John Kerry. John Kerry got yelled at. Hey, you, Mr. Climate, you want us to reduce your carbon footprint? How come you flew 2,000 times in a private jet last year? duh uh 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 Al Gore. Al Gore, the world's going to end. It's an inconvenient truth. Give me an Oscar. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Al Gore's Tennessee mansion has an electric bill that makes Las Vegas look Amish. Okay? They don't take this stuff seriously. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle fly around the world lecturing us on climate equity. And then what do they do? Jump on a private jet and fly home. If they're not taking it seriously, you shouldn't take it seriously. Okay? And that's the frustration. And again, You could show me some kind of wild data that said, no, no, you understand. We really have screwed up the planet. We got to do something. Fine. Great. Okay. I'm here to help. I don't want to be part of the problem. But when you tell me like they did with the southern border, oh, no, the root causes of climate change. No, that's climate change is the root causes of illegal immigration. That's what Kamala Harris told us. Kamala's awful with her weird laugh. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. said, you guys don't realize it, but these people are walking a thousand miles. And it's not because of drug cartel violence, not because of food insecurity, it's not because of corrupt government. No, no. It's because the weather in 50 years is going to be really bad. So they're getting out of here now.
9: Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here.
2: I mean, seriously. But that's what we're dealing with. And when they start telling you that, "Oh, oh, the reason kids are fat is climate change. Come on, man. Like we're living in the death of shame where people will get out there and say anything if it helps push their agenda. But all the people, all the people who purport to care about you are really spinning your plight as a means of making you care about them. What can I
1: tell you, kid? You're right. When You're right. You're right. You're right. Critics are calling it the show of the year. Personally, I think we got hosed on that call. You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon.
2: It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. We've got a study out blaming the child obesity epidemic on climate change. (laughs) I'm not making this up. I wish I was. But that's what's going on here. I'm going to take some quick calls before we get to Dave Landau, who's not buying it. Let's see what you think. Noah is in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Yo, Noah.
8: No, or Jimmy, how's it going? Um, Yeah, I got a couple of things. I know time is always short. I know with this electric agenda they're pushing, they're trying to get it into the commercial industry, which I can guarantee is going to cause more delays than anything. Yep. Because they're going to expect long-haul drivers to charge every five hours for eight hours. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's you know, And I know it's all in progress, and I know Mr. Musk has already made a prototype of that, and they tried running it from Arizona to Texas, and it works short haul, but yeah. that ain't going to solve the problem long haul. No, and they're
2: going to have a bigger problem with that, too, because the government doesn't want to do anything with Elon Musk anymore because he's in favor of free speech. So, they want to end his subsidies, and that's going to set back the electric vehicle movement altogether. Because he's the, I mean, Tesla is the biggest manufacturer of electric vehicles, but he is persona non grata now. They hate him now. It's all so mm-hmm. transactional.
8: Yeah, and, you know, going back to the obesity part, it's funny because. It's, it's cheaper to eat crap than it is to eat good, and it another affects drivers too, you yep.
2: know? No, that's, a, that's another good point, okay? So it's I a, always
8: try and make sure I stock up before I go out there because I know it's going to be expensive to eat right.
2: Yeah, you ain't kidding, man. I mean, it's always cheaper to get two cheeseburgers at McDonald's than it is to get that organic quinoa locally sourced whatever never mind that you want to you know you want to enjoy your time on this earth the healthy stuff is only going to bring you so much joy but uh expert analysis is always Noah. let's do it again soon brother uh joey is in tyler texas listening on ktbb yo joey hey jimmy what's up man i don't know are you buying this uh, climate change fat kid thing is this just a ploy to get us onto their green energy
9: I just think it's another one of their scams and a long line of scams. But what I wanted to ask you, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm in Texas. It's hot. It's always hot in Texas yeah. in July, August, uh, you know, in, even in the middle of September. But uh, right now uh, we're having a serious issue down here with our power grid. It can't handle the folks who have, uh, mm-hmm. you know, who have moved here recently and we're running all of our appliances, our AC, obviously uh, charging phones and mm-hmm. laptops, etc. cetera. Um, Where are we supposed to plug in all these cars? We're having trouble right now just running our air conditioner and plugging in our cell phone. What's going to happen when a million people decide to try to plug their
2: car in? Uh, You're going to get more coal plants. You're going to get more fossil fuels. I mean the end result is Germany. Germany uh, implemented every one of these environmental changes we wanted to, and they can't power a population that's uh, a third – not even a third the side of America. America's, excuse me, and they're going back to coal plants and everything in between. So it'll be a painful lesson. But Joey, I always like your calls. You can come hang out in the AC up here in New York anytime, okay? All right, come down and see us, Jimmy. It's coming in November. We'll see you soon. Dave Landau joining us next when we come back. Oh, girl. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. And if you've been listening to this show, you know I've been plugging my stand-up appearance out at the Carson Nugget, August 26th and 27th, relentlessly. Shut up! Will you shut up? Even the the staff has turned on me. They're like, no more! Can't do it anymore. So we will, a healthy pivot now, we will go to promoting someone else's gigs. This next gentleman... Uh, is appearing in Fort Wayne, Indiana at the Summit Comedy Club Friday night, August the 26th, Saturday night, August the 27th. He is the lovely and talented Dave Landau. Hey, girl. Hey, baby. How you doing? Uh, better now. You're always good for morale. And you need to know this, that at the, um, in Fort Wayne, when you're out there living your best comedy life, there is a buffet. You don't strike me as a buffet guy. You're adorable. You're in good shape. Uh, but there's I'm a, mediocre shape. What a shit. But like, where are you at? Okay, I'll take mediocre shape, which on again on this show, uh, you know, if 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 radio doesn't work out, I've got a gig lined up as a before model. I've got like nine offers from like every supplement, <laughs> every supplement on the country, country. Like, Jimmy, if you could just stand sideways, you know, um,
9: yes, I could be a before or a gave up picture. <laughs>
2: Uh, so let me ask you this. Um, wh- I'm trying to think of – uh, wh- what is your buffet game like, though? Does Dave Landau still go to a buffet?
9: I will go to a buffet, especially if you're in Vegas. Like, I'll, I'll try to make it a little fancier. You know, uh-huh. I'm not a Golden Corral guy because I'm not a monster. I'm sorry if they're a sponsor. <laughs> you're not a Golden
2: um, Corral guy because you're not Tiger Woods shacking up with waitresses? Is that what you're telling me? Yes,
9: yes. Yeah, well, I don't have a, a scooter that I pull up so I can put chocolate all over my shrimp and chicken. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but it comes to the buffet. I like to go – I'm a good – I like the Chinese buffet because I like – I like to have a good variety, and then I also like to have the worst American food humanly possible, and food poisoning.
2: Yeah, it's, it's nice, because it's you like a good choose-your-own-adventure. You like those buffets, where you pick up the tongs and go, let's see where this takes me, you know? Well, yeah,
9: I want to invent a food with the food they have.
7: That's how I do
2: a buffet. <laughs> well, I just wanted you to know that if, if you get some downtime out there, there's a joint. Uh, they're not affiliated with my show in any way, shape, or form, but in Decatur, which is not far from where you're going be. There is a okay. buffet. It's called the Back 40 Junction. And it is everything you want a buffet to be. There's a train car, uh, all kinds of indulgent desserts. Really? They, actually, they, they, they actually have a, a station there where they'll saw off your foot right at the table from all the gout you get from right. eating the pie. It's great. Yeah, just
9: the the Type 2.
2: It's the Type 2 station. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, but it, it's so good. I mean, I haven't honestly – the only buffets I've been to, like you said, I've been to a lot of Vegas buffets where I've lost everything. And it's either eat food or powder my, my Adam's apple, throw in a blonde wig and go turn tricks to get gas money back to the airport. <laughs> Or I take the – we've all been there. Or I take the comp buffet and sometimes dignity wins out or does it because I don't know that there's any dignity in two hours at a buffet.
9: Yeah, there's always uh, fun in trying to eat $30,000 worth of buffet food while crying.
6: (laughs) While crying. I'll
2: show you. I'm going to get my money back one way or the other. It's so true. Yeah.
9: And nothing screams self-control like losing everything in Vegas and then a buffet. <laughs> We're
2: just going to celebrate. We're just going to celebrate the <laughs> lack of, di- of discipline. Um, well, listen, man, another reason I bring up all the, pri- the uh, problem eating in the Fala House, as you know, is the CBS study is blaming the childhood obesity epidemic on climate change. Now, are you buying what they're selling?
9: Well, I do understand that the sale of graham crackers, Hershey's, uh, and marshmallows have have gone up due to wildfires, so yeah. (laughs)
2: It's so it's so crazy, man, because like there's this shameless thing going on where any type of suffering is grounds for them to just like leverage an agenda. It's like, you know, when people couldn't afford gas, like, well gas is five fifty. They're like, buy an electric car. But again, if you don't have five fifty, you don't have sixty grand for an electric car. It's like if your buddy says, I'm so depressed, you know, I've been spent I can't get a date, well you should nail Beyonce. Yeah, that wasn't an option for me. You know? <laughs> Yeah, Have you ever tried way out of your league? Yeah. <laughs> it sucks I can't get a date. Well, have you thought about asking out someone way out of your league? It's right. It's not a real solution is the point. Um, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what, what do you think? Okay, because if we were going to – we're both parents. If I was going to attribute this to a few things, I would say you know electronic devices. Obviously, kids do a lot of socialization online now. They don't go out as much. Um, but when right. you were a little kid, like the heat didn't keep you in the house, did it?
9: No, it kept me out of the house.
2: Yeah, cause it was hot. You wanted I, to get out. It's just,
9: it's, yeah, it's very few. You're on the flip and slide. Mm-hmm. You're running through the sprinkler. This is obviously yes. just the neighborhood I grew up. We weren't in a in-ground pool or anything. We were just yeah. in the ghetto versions of it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, the running through the sprinkler, the flip and slide where you ripped half your skin off, and then for some <laughs> reason my dad would put it in front of a pricker bush. It's fun. <laughs> But those were – but you didn't – I never saw kids falling over from like, oh, it's heat frustration. I can't stand it out here. It's got to be 93. I'm so sweaty. Nobody ever
2: complained. No, nobody cared. You were out. You were playing. No. I, I was a, I was a sprinkler guy as well, and I, I don't mean to pistol whip you with my prosperity, but we did invest in an above-ground pool at one point. Uh, yeah, no, that was, that was not, I got to tell you, man, every kid wants a pool growing up unless you're again, a kid like me who was in his third trimester for most of childhood. So what you saw as recreational swimming, I saw as an opportunity to put on the biggest baggiest white t-shirt I could and jump over the (laughs) sides.
9: Well, I always knew the rich kid from the poor kids with the pool because yeah. the rich kids had the in-ground pool and, like, you know, the parents would bring out all these snacks. The yeah. mom never worked. Yeah. And then the kid with the above-ground pool, his parents were never home. They had, like, a pet squirrel.
2: <laughs> a engine hanging from a tree in the front yard.
9: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. we've all, we've all yeah a, a car made of three different cars, like, it's the Bahamas. <laughs>
2: Dave Landau is on the line, and we're just showing off. We're checking our privilege right now on Fox. Yes, of course, we are. Go see Dave Landau at the Summit Comedy Club. It's Friday, August the 26th, Saturday the 27th. That is in Fort Wayne, Indiana, a hop, skip, and a jump, of which you can do none of the three if you go to the Back 40 Junction in Decatur. Uh, maybe you can hop, skip, and jump there. You will not be hopping, skipping, nor jumping on the way out.
9: Nice. Um, no, I definitely am going, though. I'm not just going to take your advice and not partake in that. No, I'm going to go make to... a mess of myself.
2: It's the, right, it's the right thing to do. When you're bare-handing, yeah. putting, and crying, like it's, it's liberating. There's something about it. There's something about it. What are you taking? Yeah, whenever
9: I get physical, my doctor already says, why do you even come here? So, <laughs>
2: fine. You're clearly not trying, David. <laughs> do, you, do you want to laugh? This is funny. Okay, so me and our, our son, Lincoln Fallow, so, for whatever reason, we don't know what it is. I can take no credit for this. But Lincoln was like me. He was a porker. He just liked to eat. And he was like, uh, he had, at his high point, was a 13 year old that weighed like 250. I mean, he was a real number. Wow. But something got him out of bed and he got into sports and started working out. And it wasn't me. But he literally lost like a legitimate 60 pounds and is like a ripped athlete now. And I bring Incredible. this up. And it's a hell of a metamorphosis. I don't know what he fell in love with at school or, you know, who rejected him or what. He hasn't like cop to it but there has to be a motivating force you know but but again yes. i bring this up because we had lincoln's pediatrician uh was a, a, a indian woman who would yell at us she would literally yell at us at his physical every year she'd be like this this is terrible how dare you he gained another 20 pounds i'm like yo what are we going to do like shock him with a cattle prod so now like <laughs> me and jenny have always fought over who was going to take him to his physical cuz we didn't want to get yelled at by the doctor and now, like, we're dying to go. Now it's like, you know, the ZZ Top video where the ugly girl gets the makeover and now she's pretty. Right.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: We're going to pull up in <laughs> yeah, a red now. car with a Z on the side.
9: Now you're just rock, paper, scissoring. You're like, you know, let's just both go. Yeah. Let's just both go in and hand this to her.
2: Yeah, I'm going to. Like, yeah, gonna-
9: yeah, this this yeah. is all us.
2: Yep, I'm going to take off a day from work and show up and say it was me, and I've coached them to this turnaround. I want the credit. Do you, exactly. What do you think? And she's
9: like, like, what's wrong with you?
2: <laughs> she's like, well, your kid's fine, but you're an animal. <laughs> it's so unfair. It's unfair. Um, let's talk about this, though. What, what would you say contribute the most to this epidemic? I would say a lot of it is staying home. They didn't go to school for two years. Do you think, on some level, I always wonder about this because I do, you know, I'm sure somewhere in Iraq you probably discussed this too, but I always stick up for bullying because I say it helped me as a little kid. Do you think body mm-hmm. positivity is hurting us in the sense that we're championing things that are unhealthy for people?
9: Oh, yeah. I mean, I really do. I mean, I understand the idea of saying like, look, you, you are who you are, but there is a difference between that and being like, hey, you, you seem like you're 500 pounds. Could you send us a twerking video? That's, <laughs> that's going to help. That's like, It's not even to shame anybody. It's just the fact that you should feel – okay, I'll just put it this way. You should feel some shame. The idea that you shouldn't feel shame in life is absurd. Every time I look in the mirror – naked i'm like i can't believe a human being touches you so it's
4: well
2: there's money involved
9: yeah well of course yeah yeah my, yeah, my wife gives me this money and goes just go. <laughs> go just go do anything but me
2: do you know that um, old rodney joke where rodney's like i was making love to my wife and she had this far away look in her eyes and i said honey is there somebody yeah. else and she said there's gotta be <laughs> <laughs>
9: My wife likes to talk after sex. She called me from a hotel.
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, I,
9: think, I do think it's dangerous. I'm like, I, I against bullying. I talk. I actually do a story in my act where we knocked out a neighborhood bully with a brick um, because we didn't know the severity of it when we were seven and eight, and then yeah. we buried him in a leaf pile. <laughs> <laughs> we. we <laughs> We didn't have the strength to dig a grave. But boy, when his dad when when he woke up his dad just punched us all. But I am against I am against bullying so I do get that aspect of it. But we're looking at something where yeah, everybody's inside. Everything for your kid now, and I just know this is a father is designed to keep them addicted to a screen. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna go, you know what the problem is here? Uh I think it's a little uh, two degrees hotter somewhere. <laughs> In, in uh Serbia
2: yeah, yeah i'm like I'm like dude, there's cheese in the pizza crust, like Every weapon is trained against us being healthy in this day and age. I wouldn't have a chance. Like I was fat anyway as a kid, but if you threw these other options at me now where every commercial is some type of fast food, some type of delivery, you have a seamless app that'll bring food to your house. I mean, we're all going to be like it's 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 trending towards Wally where no one's just going to leave their house. We're just going to be eating and yelling at each other on social media. Oh and-
8: yeah, I was a,
9: yeah, I was a fat kid too where it's just I, Nestle Quick, like, look at it. There's, like, freckles floating around in it, and you still drank it and managed to get fat. <laughs> cookie Crisp didn't taste anything like cookies. You just believed in the idea of it.
2: <laughs> I loved Cookie. I have left orgies to eat Cookie Crisp. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs>
9: <laughs> well, now they've improved it. But I remember when the first came out, I was like, these are stale. Oh, but Maybe mean- it's just because my mom gave us stale ones because she bought it at, like, Aldi.
2: Well, that's when I knew things were getting rough in our houses when we were getting knock-off Cookie Crisp. I'm like, dude, they'll pay you to take cookie Crisp. What are you talking about here? <laughs> I'm, you
9: The only one I've never eaten is the Reese's Cup ones. Cause I'm like, I don't know. Mind you, I've done every drug you can, and I'm in recovery, but I cannot. I don't think I can look at myself if I ate a bowl of Reese's cereal. I'm, I'm
2: not putting that in my body. Hey, yeah. pass the <laughs> syringe. What is that, Reese's cereal? No, I'm not putting that in my body.
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way. Sure, I'll, I'll I'll drink a fifth with a hobo, but yeah, not any, not any, not any of this.
2: A man has That's some why, dignity. Like, I
9: could, yeah, I could never bring that home and be like, "Hey, son, I got you a big bowl of Reese's. I want you to be a burden on me the rest of your life." <laughs>
2: Oh, That's funny, man. <laughs> Listen, I benefited from shame. I came from a fat family, but we gave each other such a hard time that we've all kept it to within like presentability. And I do think right. there's a fine line between what you said is bullying can be dangerous, but flat out encouraging everybody's worst impulses isn't really a recipe for a healthy society. Like, do you remember when no. the remember when the covid vaccine was coming with free uh, Krispy Kreme donuts?
9: Yeah, that's always is a good
2: <laughs> The leading killer of COVID is obesity. They're like, you have a donut to go with your COVID. Like, <laughs> no one's even paying attention to themselves. No one's even listening anymore. It's bananas. But- yeah, it's like we've <laughs> How can we get people out
9: of the house. Oh, yeah. Free donuts. <laughs> People will not rush to a store for free health.
2: No, but free donuts will be there. like,
9: of- oh, like I get, do I get a bear claw? They're like, yeah, yeah, you can get anything out of the dumpster behind Krispy Kreme if you just take this <laughs> shot.
2: <laughs> Dave Landau. Go see him at the Comedy Club and take him to the Back 40 Junction in Decatur. It's a date. It is Friday, August the 26th, Saturday, August the 27th. Have fun out there, man. Uh. Uh, I, I, I hope that next time I see you, I want you to be one of the people in the electric scooters at Disney World. I want that level of fat out of you. Turkey leg, yeah, electric I w- scooter.
9: <laughs> I want to hurt myself and have a reaching claw when I go shopping.
2: <laughs> it's play your cards right. We'll get you there. Good stuff, babe. Yeah. I'll see you soon. All right, man. Thank you. You're the best. There he goes.
1: is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon.
2: It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Wouldn't be a day that ends in Y if we didn't get a dumb statement out of Kamala Harris. Listen to this one, man. This is Kamala trying to talk about space. If you like redundancy, this is your Super Bowl. Clip 35.
4: So to maintain our position as the United States of America on this issue, it is critical that we work together to understand where we are, to recognize and have the courage to speak truth about what is obsolete, and then to partner to ensure that we are speaking the same language With the same motivation, inspired by the opportunity of it all, but then doing the work of updating how we've been talking and thinking about our exploration in space. What would you do with the brain if you had one?
2: It really is like a weirdo Mad Lib where she's just like rattling off, you know, we've got to speak the same language and the same motivation Inspired by the opportunity to do what we've been doing because we've got to keep doing what we've been doing every day and updating how we've been talking and thinking. It's bananas, but it's just there's just it's just such a pile of cliches. It really does feel like it's written by predictive text and it's just speaking. I don't know. But what I do know is if Biden were to leave the stage and go to the Shady Pines retirement home, she really would be your president. And that ain't good, ladies and gentlemen. That is not good. When you're right, you're right.
1: Live from everywhere, USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, girl, we are lacing them up over here for a track meet.
2: It's going to be a radio sprint in this hour. North Carolina Representative Greg Murphy is an actual practicing physician out there in the Congress. He is going to be stopping by to weigh in on the fact that the CDC has gone full Florida. While we were all fighting over the raid on Mar-a-Lago and the IRS expansion bill that is going to get you audited, I got
1: a bad feeling about this.
2: Oh, it is. Don't listen to the Democrats. Listen to the Congressional Budget Office. You're going to get audited. They're going to go after the middle class. But while we were fighting over all of that madness, the CDC quietly slipped into the night last Thursday, the fact that they were pretty much undoing most of the COVID regime, meaning they were now going for the first time in years, acknowledge the existence of of natural immunity, meaning people who have already had COVID will now be treated as if they have some level of protection against the virus, no longer forced to get the vaccine. They were going to ease those social distancing restrictions of six feet of separation. Uh, They were going to relax mask mandates. And why is this significant? Number one, uh, because you get a little bit of freedom back. But number two, this is something we were all saying a year and a half ago, except the difference between now and a year and a half ago as if you would have said a year and a half ago that national immunity is a thing and should be prioritized as protection against COVID, they would have thrown you off the Internet. That would have been the end. You weren't allowed to say that. OK, we were told by the president that it was a pandemic of the unvaccinated and that if you got COVID and you excuse me, if you got the vaccine, you wouldn't get COVID. Here's Biden saying it four times
5: because you can't build a wall high enough to keep out. A, a a a vaccine. The vaccine can stop the spread of these diseases. And so everybody talks about freedom and not to have a to ha- have a shot or have a test. Well, guess what? So how about patriotism? How about making sure that you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody else? What about that? What's the big deal? We're not in a position where we think that any virus, including the Delta virus, which is much more transmissible and more deadly in terms of non-vaccinated people, the the various shots that people are getting now cover that. You're okay, you're not gonna gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Continue to spread the diseases. And so we should think of it in a patriotic duty. Whether you're whether you're working in a supermarket to make sure you have been vaccinated, so you're not spreading anything to anyone else or you're not likely to get the virus, whatever. And Delta still is the worst. So Joe Biden,
2: who tells you there four times that if you get the vaccine, you're not going to get covid. Joe Biden himself has now been vaccinated and boosted. He has gotten a total of four shots, and Joe Biden has COVID, okay? He has tested positive for COVID twice. I keep track of this. These are the only two positive developments of his entire presidency, if we're being fair, okay? But the COVID regime has come crumbling down. But understand, there was so much self-righteousness, so much moral superiority, This was a political cudgel when the vaccine became mandatory a year and a half ago. And understand, you were told a year and a half ago
5: it would not be mandatory. Another question from another student. Would you support a nationwide mandate of the COVID vaccine once it comes out?
7: No, definitely not. You don't want to mandate and try and force anyone to take a vaccine. We've never done that. We don't want to be mandating from the federal government to the general population. It would be unenforceable and not appropriate.
2: So understand, a year and a half ago, it would be unenforceable and not appropriate. We all said the same thing. You can't do it. But then they went out and mandated vaccines anyway because it was very much a political cudgel. They could call this a pandemic of the unvaccinated. They could say the real reason Biden didn't get COVID under control was because of all those unvaccinated Trump lovers. And believe me, the left ran with it. Here's Rachel Maddow telling everybody in early 2021— That if you get vaccinated, you cannot get COVID. It means
4: that instead of the vaccine being able, excuse me, it means for instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person to person, spreading and spreading, sickening some of them, but not all of them. And the ones that it doesn't sicken don't know they have it. And then they give it to even more people because they didn't recognize they were right instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug-resistant along the way. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this.
2: Such an idiot. This is pretty much the worst video ever made. Okay, Rachel Maddow, again, the vaccines will get us to the end of this. Not even a little. And I'm not anti-vax, okay? I am vaccinated, okay? I am not on here saying, oh, you shouldn't get vaccinated. I'm saying that we weren't following science when we started firing people from their jobs, if they didn't want to get vaccinated, when we st- when we weren't following science, when we said natural immunity isn't a thing. OK, we weren't following science when we masked up kids, which is child abuse. Do we have a single solitary study that shows us masking children has prevented the spread of covid? The answer would be no. No. The only study that Miguel Cardonas, the secretary of education, used to justify masking kids was a study that didn't have a control group. What does that mean? It means they only compared masked kids against the general population of society. And yes, kids have always had lower transmission rates, thank God, of COVID. But they didn't contrast masked kids with unmasked kids. They just said, mask the kids consequences be damned.
4: It's people with a dirty mind that think like that.
2: And now you're finding out kids are two years behind when it comes to developing speech skills in some instances because they can't read lips. Makes it a little bit harder. Harder to connect with a teacher. You can't tell if they're smiling or scowling. Holds people back socially, yes, and it hasn't inhibited them academically. But all of these things were implemented for the politics, not because of the science. They were never following science. And I only know that because the science didn't change as many times
7: as the directions did. People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and masks are protective. But it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if, in fact, you've been vaccinated. Good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation... Where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If in fact you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you are protected and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. When the children go out into the community, you want them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family uh, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. You
9: are a sad, strange little man.
2: I mean, really. Fauci's just pulling stuff out of his butt. Really seems that way. But oftentimes, like Fauci got addicted to hair and makeup. He did. He likes, when you, get, when you go on TV, I'm on Gutfeld tonight. You can see me on America's Newsroom tomorrow. It's very exciting stuff. But I'm still like a regular guy, you know, just some dude who needs to stop eating wants to go home and play video games with his kid. But Fauci likes, really likes being on TV. He likes the process, the grandeur. of someone comes in and does your hair, a bunch of people do your makeup, and you feel a lot more important than you are. Fauci is addicted to hair and makeup. So he was changing public health initiatives constantly. Like that mask montage I just played you. You got 20 changes, okay? Vaccine mandates. No mandates. Shouldn't have a mandate. All right, we got a mandate. It's all over the map. Okay, indoor masks, outdoor masks, No masks, some masks. I can't believe it's not masks. Okay. Every time he came out with a new edict, he got more camera time. He likes hair and makeup. That's actually what happened. Like, he's a little fame whore. Um, And that's his thing. Okay. But when it comes to the CDC itself, it just undermined. It undermined all of our faith in public health initiatives because they were wrong so many times and they never acknowledged the mistakes and said, "Okay, well, we'll do better. We've got new data now. They just moved on with a new political position. And along the way, the only constant was that your freedoms continued to get trampled. You know, you got to lock down the whole economy. Can't go to school. Can't go to a church. Can't go to a funeral. But if you want to go outside 100,000 at a time and protest the police, come on down. Okay, you want to riot in the city for social justice? We got your back. COVID knows. COVID knows you're out there protesting for social justice. You're not going to get sick. But if you go to church or a funeral, that could be a big problem. So don't do it. People lost faith in government institutions. And it wasn't because of anything people did. It was because of what these government institutions did and getting things wrong and pivoting from direction to direction to direction.
5: Government is not the solution to our problem. Government
2: is the problem. But the reason they're now relaxing things like vaccine mandates, like six feet of separation, like testing the asymptomatic, they're no longer going to test you if you're asymptomatic. Okay, kids are allowed to go to school if they have covid. They don't have to stay home anymore. So they're kind of acknowledging that COVID, thank God, isn't much of a threat to kids, something we knew for two years. But the CDC is only admitting now that the Democratic Party is only allowing them to admit now. Understand, you would have been kicked off Twitter for saying vaccines don't stop the spread of COVID. You would have been kicked off Twitter for saying natural immunity posed some type of a resistance to the virus. You would have been kicked off Twitter for saying we shouldn't test the asymptomatic. Less than six months ago, all of these things would have got you kicked off Twitter, not to mention fired from your job. But understand that in this moment, the science hasn't changed, the politics have. And this is just one more reason why nobody trusts the CDC.
7: When I find
4: myself in times of COVID, Dr. Fauci's on TV, sparking mass confusion, CDC. And in two years of the lockdowns, he has screwed us over royally. All the rules keep changing, CDC, CDC, CDC. CDC and found cheap No clue what they're doing CDC And when the vaccinated people Masking up in stores agree None of this is science CDC For though they may be boosted There is still a chance they'll infect me What's the point of mandates, CDC? CDC, 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 CDC Please get Dr. Fauci off TV CDC, CDC, CDC CDC. And Fauci Fire all these morons, CDC.
1: Don't go anywhere. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. We'll be right back.
5: The likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely.
1: Your own intelligence
4: community has assessed that the Afghan government will likely collapse. That is not true.
5: They clearly have the capacity to sustain the government.
2: Do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling...
5: With- None whatsoever. With- There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the, of the United States... From Afghanistan. This is the biggest schmuck I've ever met. So that was Joe Biden. That was on August
2: the 8th of 2021. Of course, seven days later, August the 15th, today, Afghanistan collapsed completely. The Afghan government collapsed. Their president fled with cash. And the Taliban, a terror group. Remember, we went to Afghanistan and invested 20 years in making sure that that country did not continue to be a breeding ground for terror groups? Well, we fled that country, lost 13 service members along the way, and a terror group is now in charge of the government sitting on $85 billion worth of our weapons. This could be a problem. And this all commenced a year ago today. Biden said, oh, we're not going to see images like the ones in Vietnam where people were getting airlifted. You're not telling me the truth. Oh, people were getting people were throwing their babies over barbed wire fences in Afghanistan just to get them out of the country so they didn't live under Taliban rule. We watched people clinging to the wheels of cargo jets that were leaving the airport. Yo, Afghanistan was the beginning of the end for this administration and that he was polling above water heading into Afghanistan, but the fact that he was willing to get on TV and tell us it was a success at every turn thereafter. It started out with, no, no, it won't collapse. Then it collapsed. I never said it won't collapse. You did. Here's a tape. Okay. No, no, we're not going to see airlifts. All right, they're getting airlifted. I never said there weren't going to be airlifts. Okay, here's a tape. Finally, he conceded that, yeah, things went sideways, but it was the most successful airlift in American history with no regard for the fact that we only needed to airlift. Why? Because he took the troops out ahead of the civilians. That's stupid it use your common sense only to have to send some back in but that's when his credibility just took a dump and it really never recovered um really quickly okay we've got a couple of calls i've been trying to get to okay we have greg murphy coming up from north carolina jerome thinks he's figured out kamala harris jerome really quick what's the deal with kamala what's going on Jamie? my man uh it's 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 one year since we blew it in afghanistan uh, I'm harping on Biden, but is, has Kamala contributed? What's your theory?
0: My theory on Kamala, I just figured it out when you played that sound bite.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When she keeps repeating herself and, and falling over her words and everything, I like Biden, but that's a different story. I, I think she's an alien. She's come from outer space. And I think she brought COVID with her because that's about the time she hit the scene, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> and that laugh she's got. It's like, you remember when that baby was trying to come out of their bellies? Uh Uh-huh. She's trying to keep it in there.
2: Listen, at the the very least, you've got your hands on a halfway decent screenplay that a lot of people think might (laughs) be, they think it might be a documentary. I know it's, I know it's <laughs> half in jest, but it sounds like it could be based on a true story. It's a wild time I right now. I
0: believe it's a true story. Well, that, <laughs>
2: <laughs> listen, if you believe hey, it's well, that's don't how they make sense. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's crazy. I mean, uh, there's no other way to explain, though, like the way she speaks in phrases in which one has nothing to do with the other. It is kind of right. bizarre. So maybe you are right. I'm going to get one of our detectives on this. Good call, Jerome. Let's do it again. <laughs> Eight 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 seven eight eight nine nine one zero. We got Greg Murphy coming up. He says Kamala's an alien. I can't actually prove that that is true. Uh, but what I do know is that...
3: She is a fraud, a phony, a woman without a moral core, a regular two-faced, mealy-mouthed politician who
2: swings with the wind. I do like Judge Jeanine. I just wish she wouldn't hold back so much. But the truth is, Greg Murphy, he is from the 3rd Congressional District in North Carolina, has a lot to say about the Afghan troop withdrawal, and he's not at all happy about this Inflation Reduction Act, and nobody should be because it's crap. It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. Trying to hold this country together been a little bit of a messy news cycle today, so I'm calling in some heavyweight backup. He is, of course, a superstar representative from the 3rd Congressional District of North Carolina, Representative Greg Murphy back on the phone. Hey, man.
0: Jimmy, how are you, buddy?
2: You know what? Uh, I mean, relatively good spirits considering uh, it's a pretty sloppy racetrack. You know, in horse racing, they say you got to be a mutter. You got to be able to run on a sloppy racetrack to win sometimes. Well, yeah. in talk radio, yeah. we haven't had clean turf in like five years.
0: Right. Right. Every day is a muddy day, and we just kind of waddle through it as long as we can put one foot in front of the other and hopefully go using forward momentum in the right direction.
2: Yeah, you ain't kidding. But I could use maybe some blinders and maybe a shot of Lasix. Do you know anybody who can hook me up?
0: Well, um, uh, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm a a prescribing (laughs) physician, so I'm not sure I'm supposed to do that, Jimmy, especially on air.
2: (laughs) Hey, defense wins championships, man. That was a good answer. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, that's good, because we all know how the uh, the hierarchy came in and attacked doctors for prescribing other medications and everything for COVID. Good Lord, who knows what the... Uh... The, the big state will as far as come down on medical uh, medical folks on maybe Oh so.
2: yeah, you don't want to know. I'll be well, clean. well, it is fascinating uh that you bring up covid because you know the CDC very quietly late last week kind of adopted a lot of the policies we've all been pushing for for the better part of a year and a half and nobody seems to notice, but it sounds like natural immunity is going to be a thing and you know maybe people might even be able to keep their job without a vaccine. At the very least, I consider this progress.
0: Well, Um, And, and Jimmy, you know, we've been talking about this for over a year, how absolutely asinine it is that the powers to be from the CDC to hospital administrations to whoever um, have not even recognized natural immunity. Mm -hmm. And the fact that uh, we know that, you know, if you look at a study, I believe it was in the New England Journal Uh um, about two months ago, showed that people with two booster shots, with two vaccines, pretty much had minimal minimal um, uh, defense against this virus but those who had had COVID or plus or minus a vaccine, the vaccine gave them more, but if they had COVID they still at least had higher protection than they had if they just had two of the, the uh, vaccine shots. So it is there and we've said all along this is going to be part of our general um, vir- viral flora, if you will, mm-hmm. which is like the common cold, it's going to be here. So we need to continue to learn to live with it Rather than keep running from it, stop firing people, stop kicking people out of the military um, if they don't want to get vaccinated.
2: Yeah, I think it's great. Um,
0: it's absolutely turned our country upside down and with no scientific reason. You know, the Democrats were all screaming when Trump was in office, follow the science, follow the science. They've done anything but uh, since coming into office. It's all about political science to them rather than true medical science. And I'll say this about my own industry and in medicine. Mm-hmm. Sadly enough, sadly enough. Major uh, agencies or institutions within the field of medicine have all become all woke. And rather than dealing with objective science, we are supposed to be scientists that don't have any. And when I say this as a physician, that don't have any political leanings that that, um, construct our decision making. And now they're pushing it in medical schools. Medical schools have all turned woke. Um, It's actually a true tragedy to the true pursuit of objective and pure science.
2: Yeah, it's, it's hard to watch. Uh, if you just joined us, Representative Greg Murphy is on the line from the 3rd Congressional District of North Carolina. But another thing I wanted to ask you about this, because I do agree with you, is are we going to need a vaccine to protect us from the IRS with this new red- inflation act that's oh, bolstering gosh. the size?
0: Oh, gosh. You know, I spoke to a, uh, a CPA in my district this morning, and he's just actually he's just beyond uh, comprehension as far as the, the fact that IRS, nobody will pick up the phone. Because mm-hmm. we don't know how many agents are still working from home, mm-hmm. and the fact that there's a backlog of over 10 million uh, filings that have not been processed from 2021, if not 2020, yeah. and that people are sitting on these massive refunds that they they're due from the government, or the fact that uh, they have sent in their um, their their claim and they're getting these notices that they're late and they have penalties and fees. And now, throw on top of it, Biden wants to send in this army um, to basically say everybody in America is cheating on their taxes. This is absolute chaos. It is absolute chaos in one of our our nation's uh, biggest agencies.
2: Well, I wanted to ask you about this, though, because, you know, it does seem – uh, that if they're increasing the size of the IRS and the number of agents, they're not doing it for customer service. They're doing it because there's going to be more audits to pay for this ridiculous agenda. But didn't it's my understanding was yourself and Representative Budd introduced legislation or at least an amendment that would have protected people under earning less than four hundred thousand dollars from audits. And the Democrats voted that down.
0: Yes, yes, they voted it down in the rules committee um, that it was not germane to the bill, which is absolute malarkey. Mm -hmm. You know, Biden says, look, we're not going to come after we're not going to raise taxes. We're not coming after people uh, who make under four hundred thousand dollars. I'm sorry, buddy. With this bill, you are coming after the people that are making under four hundred thousand. You're going against your pledge. And instead, they're going to attack all of America. So, I mean, you know, good luck, guys. You know, this is the old lamb's blood on the door. They're coming to get you one way or the other, either the FBI, the DOJ or the IRS. Well, can we? Um, it's really a sad time. Can we at least
2: write off the lamb's blood on the door, or no? Is that not a deduction?
0: Well, I, I, I can't. Uh, I can't give any, Get that any CPA back that.
2: on the phone. We're talking. About,
0: <laughs> that's unbelievable. Yeah, you know, that's a little bit hyperbolic. It's a little. Yeah, bit I know. Dramatic, I know. But, but that's the way it feels like these days. Of course, uh, you know what happened in Mar-a-Lago, and what's going on with the IRS, and what hasn't happened with uh, Hillary Clinton's emails or Biden's laptop, or. Um, you know, Epstein's uh, flight logs. It's, fascinating. it's just selective criminalization.
2: Yeah. People feel like they're definitely living in a two tier justice system. And it's a really dangerous place to be in. Um, and I was talking yeah. a, a lot about that earlier. It's hard to watch this play out and not feel like there's a double standard. I mean, you would go on record as saying there clearly is.
0: Well, I, th- that's the appearance of it. Yeah. You okay. know, we, we want to have uh You know, let's just let's try to be truly objective of what happened in Bar-Lago. In 1978, just to give a little history, the President's uh, Records Act was uh, passed because of what Nixon was doing with his lawyers, what was his property, personal property versus what was government's property. Mm -hmm. And every single president since then, the Bushes, the Clintons, the Obamas, every single president since then, Gerald Ford, has had lawyers in negotiations with the federal government as to what is personal, what is not personal. Mm-hmm. Is my understanding that these negotiations broke down with Trump? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, they broke down. But are there avenues to pursue this other than raiding the Mar-a-Lago? Yep. Definitely there are. And just given the climate that you have where you've had Clinton, Hillary Clinton protected to the fullest, Hunter Biden protected to the fullest, it just gives the it gives the perception That justice is not blind now and that they are going after Republican targets and and turning a blind eye to Democratic ones. Whether it's truly happening or not really is almost not germane at this point. It's giving the optics of what's happening when when Hunter is not being investigated and he's you know freelancing on a on a nice resort beach yeah. when he should be uh you know either in in jail or on trial or some some full investigation yeah it's just hard time for the American public to stand to swallow
2: yeah it really is and and they're not really you know sadly, I don't feel like they're doing enough To beat back the perception that this is a weaponized Justice Department. And again, as you said, it may play out to be different, okay, but in this moment, the optics do look terrible. But another set of optics I wanted to bring up is we're sitting here, sadly, on the one year anniversary of the Afghan troop withdrawal. So obviously, those are some of the worst foreign policy optics we've ever seen. Um, Do you believe that the catastrophic withdrawal from Afghanistan emboldened world leaders like Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping?
0: Undoubtedly. And Jimmy, I'll say this, and I've said this many times over the last several months, the Ukrainian war started in Afghanistan. It started in Afghanistan because Vladimir Putin saw how weak, how how weak Biden was and that he just turned to his generals and said, all right, guys, dust off the shelves, dust off the invasion plan. We're moving in. I'm sorry. It's what happened. Biden only did that for political expediency and to try to gain a win. He went against his own generals who should have resigned if they had any uh, yeah. any respect or they should have resigned in, uh, in defiance of that. But, you know, we lost 13 Americans. We lost countless, countless others um, who were our allies, our office ourselves. We had two Marines, ex-Marines working full-time, uh, former Marines rather, mm-hmm. working full-time trying to get families out. And then we, I saw in the news this morning that a brother of one of the uh, uh, those killed, uh, one of those Marines killed in Afghanistan, um, committed suicide at the memorial. Right. So, I, I, and, I, and I don't use this lightly, yeah. but there's blood on somebody's hands, um, and it's surely not um, our Marines who are who are doing their faithful job.
2: Yeah, they are, and they were put in an impossible position. And I feel like that was the beginning of the end for Biden in terms of whatever credibility he had because they attempted to sell Afghanistan as a success when it clearly contradicted everyone else's eyes. And I do feel like, you know, that was the beginning of the end in terms of credibility. But what I was amazed by, I just wanted to ask you this, is presidents traditionally have a way of distancing themselves from, you know, scandals, controversies, mismanagement, whatever you want to call Afghanistan. They can traditionally fire somebody and it creates a little separation between themselves and the mismanagement. Are you on some level surprised that Biden has never played that card, whether we're talking about the economy, whether we're talking about Afghanistan? and is the fact that nobody got fired does that really just mean in this day and age nobody wants to admit fault because they're more concerned with the politics than the people
0: well he he they, you know he's never taken responsibility although he did say the buck stopped with him with Afghanistan mm-hmm. but they just glossed it over and who is complicit with all of this jimmy mm-hmm. who is complicit with the downfall of this country and the and the decay that's happening it's our mainstream media mm-hmm. It is our mainstream media that is actually complicit with the Biden administration and the actual necroticness, the decay um, of this country's moral fiber and its economy and everything else is our, is our mainstream media. The fact he didn't fire anybody may, maybe means he forgot about this. Who knows who, whose hand he's shaking? But um, this, in my opinion, if objectively uh, reviewed, will go down as the greatest pr- uh, mistake that a president of the United States ever made. Yes, ever made it's, it's, um, was to uh, push proceeding with Afghanistan like it was, and I'm trying to be really objective with that.
2: Yes, no, and we appreciate it. And you're, as you're trying to be objective, and I'm trying to get to the end of the interview without mentioning Carolina barbecue. I did
0: it. I knew it was coming. No, no, you Probably did. Didn't start with it, buddy. <laughs> I was trying
2: them. not to. Every every time I get you on the phone, it just turns into an intervention for me and my barbecue habit.
0: So. <laughs> well, buddy, come on down. The fall is in uh, the in the summer is a great time for barbecue and sweet corn over here in East North Carolina. Come on down.
2: <laughs> well, this is the problem. I want to come on down, but the wardrobe department at Fox keeps yelling at me because they got to make bigger sport coats, and I was told uh, they're going to put a shock collar on me if I eat any more barbecue. So we'll work well, this out.
0: We're a can Just <laughs> wear Ken. <can't>. You're
2: good. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good advice. Let me call them back, and I'll check back in with you. You're the best. <laughs> I appreciate you, buddy. All right, buddy. Be well. There he goes, Representative Greg Murphy from the great state of North Carolina, who is telling me uh, I can come down to Carolina, but I, I'm getting uh, contradictory messages from the wardrobe department here at Fox.
1: Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. That's
2: son. what they keep telling me. I'm going to get to a couple more of your calls. We're going to solve the world's problems after this and wrap up the show.
1: It's the show that never hits the books.
7: I love the poorly educated.
1: You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon.
2: It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, a man you can see on the TV tonight at 11 o'clock. I will be on Gutfeld on the Fox News channel with our lovable comedy dwarf Greg Gutfeld. And then tomorrow night, uh, if that is not enough Fallon Vision for you, excuse me, tomorrow morning, You will see me on America's Newsroom with the legendary Bill Hemmer and Dana Perino. So we got some good you and me action uh, in the next 24 hours. Gutfeld tonight, Newsroom tomorrow. But right now we're wrapping up the show with a little you and me time. Travis, waiting patiently out in Washington State. Yo, Travis. Hey. My man. How you living, champ? Good. How are you? You know, listen. I was muscling through the show. I got a little TV, so I got to suck it in for an hour tonight. I was kind of getting into that mindset. Uh, but then I saw your, uh, your message about electric vehicles affecting the farm community. Are you telling me I might not be fat for long because the food supply is going to dwindle? What is your theory here?
3: Yes, sir. So I am just confused. Like, how, is, how are you going to do electric vehicle? On something that is supposed to run out out 12 hours a day. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, I don't know what the answer to that is. The only thing I know is when they get the efficiency to make that electric vehicle run longer, it's going to require more fossil fuels to power it. That's the thing no one ever gets back to, Travis, is what powers, what charges electric cars. And that electricity is coming from coal 99 times out of 100. So we're not really making the environment cleaner per se. We're just giving a, you know, it's it's like branding for all intents and purposes.
3: Yeah. So it's just you're you're like trading one thing for the other, and and it's like, uh, so you're gonna run an electric tractor one one line, eight hours a day, okay, yeah. and then you're gonna have to charge it five hours.
2: Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work out, man. I don't know. I mean, you know, I really feel for the farmers in this moment because they're not being shown a lot of consideration. We're not really talking about real things. You know what I mean? It's like the representative who was just on the line was talking about science and how as a practicing physician— the fact that they are now being told that there aren't biological differences between men and women is the antithesis of science. We're throwing the science out the window to placate a woke initiative that will actually make it harder to treat people down the road, which is stupid. You know, when it comes to fossil fuels, we're pretending that we can do this without them. You know, and that's why, you know, people like you who are astute uh, are much appreciated. We need to clone you, Travis. Would the world be better if we had more Travises? Probably not. No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I, I appreciate your honesty. I'm right there with you. Every every time somebody calls in and tells me how great we're doing on this show, I'm like, that's because you don't see me off the air. You know, I can hold it together for three hours a day, but the minute this show ends, Travis, it is a mess.
5: No,
3: Jimmy, I love you because you're you're straight up to the point and you're 100% American. Um, so I just... Uh, Uh, I want somebody to tell me um, I'm in the farming community and Mm -hmm. I want somebody to tell me that something great is happening from this EV community. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I
2: ain't that guy. I don't have that answer, but I'm going to ask around. I owe you this, Travis. Um, Keep playing good ball and let's talk again soon. All right, brother. Bottom of the ninth, Brandon down in Longview, Texas, are we going to solve the childhood obesity epidemic, or are you about to give me a lasagna recipe? Where's this going?
6: Well, you know, I, I grew up in Texas, and mm-hmm. it didn't hinder me from getting out. You know, I get out yeah. on my in the summers. I get out on my bicycle, mm-hmm. ride, go, go, play tennis, go put, put golf, go to the recreation center, drive to the pool. Uh, you know, but it does seem to me if it's getting, you know, maybe if it's getting a little bit warmer up north, those folks should be able, those kids should be able to get out more. You know, if yep. it was really warmer in the winters. Yep. But there's a number of problems I think that are hindering uh, kids. They just need, they're just not moving as much. Mm-hmm. They're eating more, eating more inappropriate foods. Yep, uh, could be a number of, of causes for that. Um, you know, just hinder. You know, kids aren't riding their bikes. Maybe they don't feel safe. Yep. Maybe they're not involved as much of programs. There's
2: we got to get them out of the house. Bottom with. line. They yeah. Mean, well,
6: yeah, who's going to can... get them out of the house if it, it's more? one-parent household. Yeah. You know, you're more likely to get them out if there's two yep. two families, especially if the dad's involved. Imagine that. Uh,
2: no, listen, I agree with everything you say. The show's just about to end, though, and I don't want you to get cut off. Brilliant analysis, Brandon. We'd expect nothing less out of Longview.
0: I'll see everybody on Gutfeld tonight.